0: This is 6035 Media. Same commitment, new package. That's what's being promised by 6035 Media, the new iteration of the Colorado Springs Independent, Colorado Springs Business Journal, and several other local newspapers. Find out exactly what that means next. In 1992, Colorado Springs was a one-newspaper town. Over the next 30 years, the Colorado Springs Independent was conceived, launched, and grew from a fledgling alt-weekly into seven newspapers, a vital community treasure, and the biggest independent news source in Southern Colorado. This podcast series shares the history and honors what the Indy has done for its community. It will also provide a glimpse of the future of this news organization as 6035 Media. These conversations were recorded during a live-streamed celebratory event on December 16th, 2022. We called it Indiefinity. In this episode, 6035 reporter and Indiefinity co-host Nick Raven visits with 6035 leadership about the evolution of several newspapers into one news magazine and a robust online news site. I have some incredible
1: guests here in the studio. Look at all that. What do we got? We got Amy Gillentine, the publisher of 6035. Wow, thank you. Brian Grossman. <laughs> Thank you for popping in. Uh, we got you Brian got Grossman, it. editor-in-chief here of the uh, 6035, the Indy, CSBJ, Southeast Express, Pikes Peak Bulletin, 6035 Media. I'm just reading what he wrote. That's great. Uh,
2: that's, and, Amy, I do want to uh,
1: – you're your publisher and executive editor of the Indy, uh, CSBJ, Southeast Express, Pikes Peak Bulletin. You're the editor at CSBJ 2015 Onward, associate editor CSBJ 2013 for five months. Uh, rep- and it was a report.
2: brief stint. I can tell, yeah.
1: that you, You're working up in the world. That's what you're doing. And then you're a reporter from 20, 2005 to 2013. Wow. <laughs> 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 I'm not being sarcastic, guys.
2: <laughs> is that is that a way of saying, wow, you're really old? No. <laughs> no,
1: as, especially as I get older. I don't, I, I just, there. And Dave, I've got you on mic too, so that there. Lanny... Laney Adams Hi, is Nick. here, associate publisher, 6035 Media, former advertising services manager. Looks like you worked up there too.
3: That just means I answer the front door when someone comes to
1: knock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and last but certainly not least, Ariana Platten, president of the board of directors, citizen powered media, longtime marketing consultant to Colorado Publishing House, published author, former minister, and responsible for the In Good Faith column in the indie for many years. Guys, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. you. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about the 6035 thing. What do we got? Same commitment, new package. Amy, do you want to kick that off? What does that even mean?
2: Basically, that means our commitment to the public is secure and remains firm. We will uh, continue to hold the powerful accountable. We will continue to deliver truth. We will continue to provide a voice for the unseen and the unheard in the community. And really the goal is to build on the foundation that that John and Catherine and Kara and Carrie and uh, Terry Homick and a cast of thousands put their blood, sweat, and tears into, into the publication, and we want to honor that foundation, continue to build on it, and deliver more, more news, more arts and entertainment, business news, military news, real stories about the um, challenges and opportunities that veterans and military service members face and do it in a in a, an efficient way in a single package that um, is delivered to the community. So we are kind of creating something that will go on for the next 30 years and, and be just as amazing. Ariana,
4: why take the board role? Well, there are two kinds of boards, Nick. There are prestige boards and there are working boards. Prestige boards usually are boards of established organizations when having people who have power and clout in the community really can kind of extend your reach. And we're not at that point. We're at the point where we need a working board. We need a board that is hands-on involved in the day-to-day processes and also doing the work in the community. And I, my time is very committed. I want to put my time into a place that's really making a difference in the community. And obviously, we're making a difference around here.
1: Absolutely. Brian, what do you think about the roles our pubs play and have played in delivering truth, building community and engaging citizens.
5: Yes. <laughs> uh, what do I think about that? Can I get 748 more? Words. 748 more words. All right. Hey, I do word counts, not you. Um, I mean that could be a really long answer. The the short answer I would say is any community that has it, that's a two newspaper town is a better off community. I think you saw that with the Denver Post and the Rocky Mountain News back in the day and when Rocky Mountain News went away, I think it really had an impact on, you know, news in Denver and Colorado Springs has been a multiple newspaper town depending on how you look at it for for years, but I think this move to 6035 is going to give the daily a run for its money. I'll say just in the past, oh, I don't know, seven business days, 10 business days, we've broken uh, at least three stories, I think even four stories. And people have have realized that. And I think, you know, moving into this sort of digital first daily mindset, we're already doing that that sort of work now. So uh, with the resources we're going to get, with additional sort of newsroom help, expanding the coverage that we're doing to include military stuff. You know, readers may know the Indy, readers may know the Business Journal, readers may have been reading the military newspapers, but the chances that they were reading all of those at the same time, uh, I think, are pretty small. So I think a lot of the community is going to be really surprised and pleased with the amount of news that they're going to get and how much it turns Colorado Springs into a legitimate to newspaper towns so uh, I, I think a lot of people are going to see that in the next few weeks Absolutely. did I answer your question yes okay
1: uh, <laughs> Lanny um, what what does the new publication look like for you and what does it mean for our
3: community here I liked what John Weiss said earlier. He mentioned that uh, you know he wanted to be a little bit New York Times, a little NPR, and a little Bart Simpson. Yeah, um, I I kind of loved that, and and I think we're still going to be where the business community meets, but you're going to be able to grab that in one place. So that's exciting for readers, and it's exciting for potential advertisers. Um, We're going to, you know, expand that audience. Um, We're going to expand that reach and many more exciting opportunities for people to come in and get in front of um, our loyal audience, Um, you know, whether it's in print online or now on air as we're doing now. Mm -hmm. So I I think some exciting opportunities for uh, not only readers, but for potential advertisers to be in front of our audience. Amy, do you want to address the rumors (laughs)
5: Is it true you're going out with Tom Brady?
1: Um,
2: What what rumors uh, are you speaking of? Um, Yes, I would. I really do want to take a minute to honor what the Indy has meant to this community. I think the Indy has changed Colorado Springs for the better. I cannot imagine what the community would look like without the ND. So I fully understand people's concerns that, that it's the end of an era, and their kind of sorrow and nostalgia around the ND. But I, I do want to emphasize, we will still hold true to that mission. And we will honor that hard work and move forward to still Again, hold hold the powerful accountable, do great investigative work, cover the community while also building bridges and creating the next 30 years. So um, while it feels like an ending, it really is just a um, evolution into the 21st century and the things that we must do because we must keep feisty, local, independent journalism alive in Colorado Springs. It's so, so important. And the voice of the ND, the voice of the Business Journal, the voice of these newspapers are so important to their respective communities that combining them only creates a larger readership and a larger um, platform for the unheard and the unseen.
1: Excellent. Ariana, why do we need 6035?
4: Amy just answered that question for you. Um, really, I, I would say because if we don't inform the community about what politicians are doing, about what's happening in the business world, about what's happening in marginalized communities, we, have, we are without the power to make change. We need the people in the community to understand what's happening so that they can use their voices, their wallets, their everything to make a difference. And if they don't know what's happening, they can't do that. They they lose their power. So this publication empowers the community to create the community that they want. And one of the things that I'm really excited about with it is the kind of cross-pollination that we're able to do in this one publication, because Suddenly, you can pick up one publication in town and find out what's happening on the southeast, what's happening in Manitou, what's happening on the north end of town, what's happening downtown, who's doing what. And there's a real emphasis on that with this new publication that I think is going to increase the impact that we've had in the past 30 years.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Brian, I want to ask, why a digital focus?
5: Because news doesn't care about your news cycle and while we're still going to have a print component yeah news news happens every day I, i think we're all too aware of that you know even in this community over the past month or two and just from a news telling standpoint you can't be a news company and not be online and thinking digitally first now. So we are doing a bit of a 180 when it comes to planning how we tell the news. Usually we, we go over what the print edition is going to look like and plan around that. Now we're going to be putting everything up digitally as it happens and then decide what the print edition is going to look like from there. But it also helps support you know these other sorts of projects that we want to do. You can't do a podcast in print. So, you know, we do want to get into these other ways of telling stories and podcasting is a piece of that. Video is a piece of that to sort of complement what we're already doing in print, which is great. And we're getting better at this sort of stuff, I think, every week. So at some point, you know, I think it's all going to sort of blur and it's just going to be this is the news and that's going to include video, it's going to include podcast interviews with prominent people in the community or just us, uh, and it's going, to, it's going to include the, you know, the, the strong print uh, news telling that we've been doing since I've been on board and even before that. So you will get all this stuff in a more timely fashion now that we're focusing more on digital. Awesome. And Lanny, I'll kind of give you
3: the last big question of the shift here. Why nonprofit? Well, I think it gives us an opportunity, um, and everyone here at the table said, to be in front of a, a different audience and a different opportunity for bringing in uh, money for, for journalism, for our writers, for podcasts such as this. And it really gives us an opportunity to expand and, again, to be in front of a different audience. Excellent.
4: Nick, can I add to what Lenny just said? Yes. The power of nonprofit is that it belongs to the community, that we're led by a community board, that that board will change regularly, which means that we have more than one group leading this process. We have an advisory committee that we expect to expand to about 40 leaders in the community. It's really an opportunity going nonprofit to create long-term sustainability financially and in its purpose. To kind of allow this organization to to be shaped and held by the community of Colorado Springs. And uh, I really am, you know, so grateful for John Wise and what he built up to this point, and so grateful that we have had this immense opportunity to take this publication, which has, you know, this new publication, which in all of its iterations has always been about Colorado Springs and to really give people in the community more hands-on involvement.
1: Ariana, thank you. I want to thank all of you guys. Amy Tyne, Brian Grossman, Ariana Platten, Lanny Adams. Thank you for joining me for this segment. We're about to head out. Thank you for joining us for Indy 15. We will be back.
0: It's not Indy 15. Indie, <laughs>
1: you know what? Infinity. it's 15 times infinity. <laughs>
3: Does that mean it goes on forever? Uh, <laughs>
0: Support 6035 Media's future delivering truth, building community, and engaging citizens. Donate or become a supporting member at 6035membership.org. Don't miss our entire collection of local podcasts celebrating, informing, and engaging this community. Follow 6035 Podcast Network wherever you get your podcasts. Indiefinity is co-produced and co-hosted by Dave Gardner. Nick Raven co-produced, co-hosted, and directed. Kathy Riley and Chloe Brooks Kissler stage-managed. Thanks to all the staff and community members who pitched in to celebrate 30 years of indie history and the launch of 6035 Media.